There's mature markets, there's immature markets, okay? In a mature market, you can either be number one, you could be number two, or you could be dead. Hey, it's Jason Flatland here. You're listening to The Jason Flatland Show, where I'll be sharing everything from sales and webinar tips to improving productivity and reaching your infinite potential. Because being number one means you have market share. It means you have the attention. Being number two means you base your actions on number one. Being number three means you're invisible. Let's try this out, right? Number one electric vehicle manufacturer in the world. Number two. Let's try it again. And this is even better because we're in Atlanta. Number one soft drink in the whole world. Coca-Cola, right? Number two, Pepsi. Number three, Royal Crown Cola. Really? I see cola. Are you serious, right? So in mature markets, there's number one, there's maybe a number two, and then there's almost never a number three. In these markets, number one lasts and secures and increases their advantage. Number two, they always are reactive. Number three, through whatever, they're always on the brink of collapse, okay? That's just the way it is. You could hate it, you could fight it, you could argue with it, but nonetheless, there it is. Now, there are immature markets. I'm AI. You ever heard of it? I'm sick of hearing about it already. And it hasn't even popped off yet, right? AI is an immature market. We have no idea how it's gonna shake out. I'll give you a little bit of advice for free here is who you think is gonna win will probably not win. Because look at all these music industries, these companies, these big record labels. If you would've came back 20 years ago, you thought they'd be winning. Who's winning the music business right now? Spotify, Apple Music, et cetera, et cetera. It's not the record labels. They lost that game. The movie industry, they lost that game, right? Netflix beat them. And now everybody's playing catch up to Netflix. They're all saying, well, can, can we kind of do what Netflix does, but a little bit differently, right? There's two types of markets, very easy to understand here. There's mature markets, there's immature markets, okay? In a mature market, you can either be number one, you could be number two, or you could be dead, right? I prefer number one. If we have to, let's pick a small enough market to get into to be number one with. So years ago, I did, a, I did a product with the first ever American to summit all 14 mountains that are over 8,000 meters tall. The fifth person all, overall to ever do it in history without supplemental oxygen. So he climbed Everest, he climbed K2, Annapurna, and all the other ones, because there's only 14 over 8,000. So he was the very first American to summit it. See how he's carving up the market? He wasn't the first ever, he was the first American. His name was Ed Viesters, really great guy. And Ed was telling me on this call, he was like, nowadays it's kind of ridiculous. Like I'm the first guy that can only see out of my left eye in, in the, the country of Nepal to climb Mount Everest. But he's still number one, right? So it went from the first ever to the first woman, to the first teenager, to the first person over 60. They're carving it all up, right? How many people walked on the moon, do you know? There's a lot. How many can y'all name? Yeah, a couple, maybe, maybe three. I know I can name two. Yeah, Buzz and Neil Armstrong, right? I believe there are 27 different people who've walked on the moon. Can you imagine me the ninth person that walked on the moon? That's kind of a big deal, right? Nobody knows who you are. So immature markets are my favorite because everybody's scrambling to figure out who can be number one. That's why it's very dangerous to try to make a bet in an immature market. You wanna be there. So if, if you're facing a mature market, how many of y'all are facing giants and titans in the markets that you work in, right? So I heard a lot of the therapists, it's interesting. By the way, great market to be in because we all need a lot more therapy. Yeah, so this is called an emerging market, okay? And the status quo isn't working. Can we agree on that? Yeah, which is frustrating and I wish it was, but it's not. 
And so you're looking, and there's, there's a lot of alternatives. But you're fighting against a monolithic titan that says this is the way it's going to have to be. We control all the media. We control all the universities. We control all the normal traditional paths. We start there. That's a tough fight, wouldn't you agree? So we have to show up where they're not going to show up. We have to do the things they're not willing to do. We have to investigate, and we have to find the audiences that are being marginalized by them. And we have to go to them and say, I understand you, and let me help you. And at first, it won't seem like a lot. Maybe you've got a really small audience to start with. But smaller audiences is, are how you get to bigger audiences, okay? I need to update my bio, because at this point in time, quarter million dollars in sales. That's what I have. 100 million, that's dated, right? Quarter billion, you know where I started? I started selling $4 e-books. $4 e-books, teaching people how to write articles faster, because I used to write articles for internet marketers for four bucks in an article. Humble beginnings, right? And then I traded up. So when you become number one in a category, here's what it looks like, right? You trade up. I become number one down here, and then I say, now that I can enjoy a better view, because if I'm down on the ground, I can't see anything. If I'm down here, all I can see is this. But when I get here, now I can see things that nobody else can see. So I could take this position and I can build on it. I could take this position and I can build momentum on it. And I can grow with it. I've been doing this for 15 years. And it's amazing how fast you can go and how far you can go. People underestimate what they can do in 10 years. They overestimate what they can do in 10 months. So instead, pick a position, be number one. So my position here today, why am I here? And I love that I'm talking about this as opposed to talking about webinars. Two main reasons I'm here. These are so important, I wanted to write them down so I could specifically communicate them to you because it's that important. My purpose in my business is always to find the audiences that I think are going up and help them go up faster. I'm always looking at the marketplace and saying, where is their opportunity here? Where is the next growth going to come from? Where's the next breakthrough going to happen? That's my obsession, okay? Strategic principle number seven that I adhere to is this. There are two ways you can make more money playing poker. This doesn't work for crafts, by the way, unfortunately, but it does work for poker. One, you can be better at poker. You can get better at poker. Or two, just find dumber players to play against. I'd rather not study and just find tables where dudes are just betting wild crazy. They don't care if they lose money. They got a lot of money. They keep putting it in there, and I keep taking it out. I can suck at poker and still win. Everybody's trying to get better at poker and trying to win. Y'all are trying to get better at what you do to win. I'm asking y'all, find, find areas where you don't have to get better and you can win. Strategic principle number seven. That's a positioning principle, okay? I can either try to run faster or I can find people that run slower than me and then win the race. So what I try to do is look at audiences that are probably going to succeed without me and then find a way to help them succeed, as opposed to audiences that probably won't succeed with anybody. You know the type. We all are bleeding hearts for them. The people that we try to help the most are the ones that, that are the least receptive to it. And that's backwards. It's good for a spiritual aim, but it's bad for the bank account. And so I look and study markets. I'll tell you. This audience, the subsegment here that represents your audience, fastest growing segment I'm seeing right now in terms of success, right? The African American community that is getting into entrepreneurship, the success rate of the individuals in there is higher than any industry I've seen since I've been in this business. And I don't cater. If you follow me at all, you know I'm pretty straight up. It gets me in trouble a lot of times. So I don't say that to pander to you. Now I have a multitude of reasons why, but nonetheless, I see it as a result. So the book that I have, that I wrote, the number one people that kept coming to me and they kept saying, Jason, you made me a million dollars. Jason, you made me five million dollars. Jason, you made me a million dollars. I was like, either this is an accident or I'm like Gary Owen of webinars. That's another positioning one, right? That's a good one, right? That's another one, right?
Hey, Jason Flyland here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review. And thanks again and stay tuned for future episodes.